Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Great to you. <laughs> you do that. Okay. All right. No problem. I'll work on it. He gave me an admonition right before we turned on the microphones and then expected me to comment on it. I wished only that you do a fabulous job on the radio today. Right. And I will do my level best to refute everything you say that's wrong. <laughs> All right. Republicans are falling apart. Refutation is my specialty. <laughs> that's right. You don't have any of your own material. It just You just say no to anything I say. All right. We've got the first caller of the day coming in already. That individual is using the toll-free line, which is 1-800-795-9565. You're welcome to use that today. We have nearly open phones. We would just love to talk to you today. 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarket.com and you can text us at 70236. Always include the keyword OTM in that text so it goes right to us. Don't put car wash in it. That goes over to 94KX for their car wash club. Don't put news on it. That goes to the newsroom. We might never see it. Put Actually, it has to start with OTM, doesn't it? Right. Those are the, Put the keyword OTM, then a space, and then uh, your message for us. Sunbury Motor Company is our sponsor. We invite you to do what I've done. Check in regularly with the Sunbury Motor Company. Find out how your vehicle's coming along, which is on order. All right. What's hey. up, brother? Uh, This is interesting. I don't know whether you caught this or not, but this is a story that was in the news this morning. It was considered whack job territory, not worthy of serious discussion. The latest ride on the crazy town express. (laughs) And now suddenly the mainstream media are being forced to grapple with the possibility that it might well be true. COVID-19 may have been created in and escaped from the Wuhan lab. For well over a year, most media types dismissed that theory and some ridiculed those who talked it up. The debate became wrapped up in politics like just about everything else related to the virus because President Trump was a leading proponent of the thesis. Asked by a reporter in May 2020 whether he'd seen anything to give him confidence in the lab scenario, Trump said, yes, I have, yes, I have, and I think the World Health Organization should be ashamed of themselves for buying China's spin. That gave the press an easy out. Trump was trying to blame the virus that was then starting to savage America on his new scapegoat, Beijing. Nobody is buying Trump's Wuhan lab theory, the Guardian declared. The liberal site Vox claimed back in March 2020 to have debunked the lab rumor, but this week Vox belatedly ran an editor's note saying scientific consensus has shifted. And so it has, which is why the network morning shows all mentioned it Tuesday, although only CBS This Morning had a full report. So now they're saying that it probably, and even Dr. Fauci said he He's not convinced it didn't start there. Mm-hmm. And it, it was all Donald Trump. It was all sane. It was all the conspiracy theory, whack jobs, QAnon. Now they're saying, oh, gee, well, maybe it's true. Well, I think Donald Trump brought that on himself because, you know, most of the time when his lips were moving, he was lying. And so when he said it was created in a lab and released as accidentally and it was being developed as part of a terror, uh, terrorist, you know, potential uh, germ warfare, 
of course, you didn't believe him because, you know, he exaggerates and lies all the time. I think that was part <laughs> of it. Well, and the other aspect of it was a lot of this really started to be covered in greater zeal at l- late last fall and early winter and into this year. But... But people, people claim to have debunked it. I remember hearing the words debunked, another debunked. Oh, it was debunked. Okay, it wasn't well, yeah, debunked. Was, <laughs> oops. <laughs> okay, well, that would be wrong. But I really think uh, what I want to say is that I think in the U.S. it really largely failed the who cares test, you know, because I think most most people, I understand it's important. I'm not saying that, you know, whether it was created in a lab or not is incidental. But I do think for, you know, the way you and I went through our mitigation measures, you know, you weren't allowed to see your grandchildren in person for months and months and months who cares whether it came in a lab for not you know here we are suffering because of this i well, think I that's think, what most people cared about i think what why people would care is that china would have lied right that, that makes they would sense. have not I, been that's, forthcoming that's a, real, that's a thing they could yep. have saved you know they, everybody said oh trump's responsible for killing millions of people but if the wuhan lab was the source and now they report that several of their people there got sick very early on at that lab mm-hmm. and if they lied about that they could have saved millions of lives if they had just told the truth potentially yeah, well, and I think that is a factor, and I, I, I'm not saying it's nothing. I think it's a thing, as you say. But uh, again, most people are really concerned about w- what their mitigation lives were like, and what their leaders and governors and and doctors were saying here. You know, I think that should be investigated. Whatever sort of a U.S. response we would have, maybe we should stop buying China goods and pay them back all their money if we don't like the way that they ran their lab. Well, they own about half of us, so that would be hard. Well, it'll to do. take a big note, but you know what? We can borrow it because... Uh, oh, we'll just print it. That's yeah, what we're doing anyway. Now, it doesn't really matter. Deficits don't matter. But I do think that was part of it. If, if President Trump says this was released from a lab as part of a germ warfare experiment that went awry, I think it was perfectly natural at the time for people to push back. Or, or am I overreading our, advers- well, our adversity to President Trump's remarks? Back in February, Senator Tom Cotton said there should be an investigation because the Chinese have a history of dishonesty honesty. And the Washington Post responded with a headline that said, Tom Cotton keeps repeating a coronavirus conspiracy theory (laughs) that was already debunked. Oh, dear. Okay. So he jumped the gun, eh? (laughs) And then the New York Times said, Senator Tom Cotton repeals, or repeats rather, fringe theory of coronavirus origins. You know, so these are. This is the way the media. They just pounce right on this, and they decide that because Donald Trump said it may have happened, that it had to be a Probably lie. Probably false. Do you think that's true? What I'm observing, you know, just in reaction to hearing this, that it's just because Trump said it was probably true that most people didn't believe oh, it. Oh, I, I agree completely. The the mainstream media would anything he said. Oh, this man lies through his it's teeth. Wrong. Right. You know, but on the other hand, Trump didn't say he said he had seen evidence that it came from Wuhan, but he didn't share that evidence. So if he had it, you know, it would have been nice if he had shared it. Well, he didn't have proof, as we do have now, or we don't have proof, but we certainly have significant evidence now. So uh, he didn't have that to prove well, or, if it turns or didn't out, talk about it. If, if it turns out to be true, if they wind up doing a thorough investigation, I mean, they've arrested, China arrested the one reporter who came out and said it was their fault, their own reporter. They, <laughs> he's in jail. Matter of fact, I think he's dead. Uh, I think I saw a story that he had passed away. So well, this he's at least in jail if he isn't if he isn't passed away. But you know, don't you don't you think the American people, the people of the world, deserve an answer to this question? Well, if, they do, and you know, the U.S. and the world has ways to deal with uh, countries that 
make uh, weapons of mass destruction in this manner. Well, nobody's saying that they did it deliberately. They may have been researching the virus and it got out accidentally. I don't think they did it deliberately. Mm. What would be the point of that? Their own country was ravaged by it to some degree. So unless they were just trying to control their population through, uh, what do you call it, selective, uh, not selective breeding, but selective, uh, trying to think of the word when you selectively bump people off. What is that? Uh, Thinning the herd. Right. No, it's not that. <laughs> Thinning the herd. <laughs> oh, I know what you mean. Survival not, not of the Not eugenics. Fittest. It's you, something else. Yeah. All right. 1-800-7. Having two old white guys do the show is not working out. All right. Well, we have a young white guy in the next room who isn't helping us here. <laughs> well, he just shakes his head. 1-800-795. Ask him a music question. He's always got right that top it. of the mind. one 800 795 is our telephone number. You can email us at onthemarket.wkok.com, and you can text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM first, and then your message. Eric, first caller of the day. You're on the mark. Good morning, gentlemen. Thank you for taking my call. As I recall, uh, a year ago, it was President Trump not only pointing fingers at China, but saying they were doing it deliberately. Joe, are we trying to change history now? I mean, that's as I recall, he was pointing a finger directly and said they did it deliberately, and it was an attempt to to harm other nations. And now we're, you're trying to say that he never said that. No, no, no I'm, I never, I never said that, Eric. You're not listening. What you just I said no, no. You just said no I one said, ever said that they I, did it deliberately. That was just your quote. I thought I said, I'm not saying they did it deliberately, and I don't know of anybody, uh, and I don't even remember the president saying that, but if you say he did, I'll take your word for it. But I don't believe they did it deliberately. If they did it, I believe I it was an accident. Either, but the president was pointing a finger directly at China for this. Well, maybe they should have had a finger pointed at them, because obviously they haven't been entirely forthcoming. But, but now, which is it? Are, are they responsible or are they not responsible? Well, did it let me ask you. Or did they intentionally do something? Do you want to know the answer to that question? Do you really care? Well, yes, I really care because what I think... Well, then you should be upset. We're trying to do revisionist history now. Then you should be upset. And that's very concerning to, disconcerting to me. Well, the re revisionist history is from the media that once was calling it f thoroughly debunked and now admitting, being forced to admit that it, they may have been wrong. That's the, the that should was, be upsetting it was you. Specifically developed in a lab in China, and then that got out. Rather than saying they were studying something, and that's where it originated from, because they were studying something. Okay, but that that's kind of like the something side. Something in germ warfare is much different than studying something that's naturally occurring in nature, and they are trying to further further try to keep it, and then it got out. That's kind of like the sidelight, though. The main point here should be whether or not China lied about the origin of it and failed to give the world the information it needed to combat it. That's the big picture to me. Interesting point. Interesting point. Uh, the reason I called, though, is the uh, current investigation into the activities <laughs> of prior to being President Trump. Oh, there, oh okay. all of the activities well, are prior to being president. There's okay. nothing political here. I mean, they're trying to politicize this, and the, president, uh, the former president is trying to say this is a political witch hunt. It's my understanding, and please correct me if I am wrong, that this is, is an investigation into his business practices prior to becoming president of the United States. 
Actually, is this an investigation into his business practices and the practices of those who was working for him? Yeah, it's the property valuations that they say pumped up property valuations higher than they were supposed to be before he sold places. Right. Employee compensation, lenders and land donations, tax write-offs, hush money payments to women, and something so we're, something we're in his tax records. Tax evasion is that is that when you agree upon that it is investigation in some sort of tax evasion. It doesn't actually. I, I'm not going to use those words because that's not in the well, AP would, story. That would be that the super lengthy. That would be the net result of it, right? Yeah, in a manner okay, of so, speaking. So what we're trying to do is nail him on the same thing we nailed uh, Al Capone on, basically. <laughs> okay, I guess in a I manner. I got to run, Joe. I got kids to take to school. But oh, thank you, lucky you. Okay, Thanks, Eric. So, sounds great. Take care. Yeah. All righty. Thank Bye-bye. you. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. We'll take a quickie break. We do have a call coming in. One of our good listeners says Joe might be trying to think of the word genocide. Is that what you're searching for? No, that would be a deliberate attempt to kill your own people. I don't think they did that. I think they were just trying to. Uh, well, I'm not even certain that's the right word, but it's uh, certainly a word. <laughs> okay, moving on. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Joe's so lost in the words that he hoped to use that he can't even describe. Well, you can't help. You're not helping me, well, any. <laughs> I'm sorry if I can't read your mind, but it sounds like you're a little scattered today. If I could read my mind, I'd know the word I was looking for. Not really. It might not be there. You can search your mind all you want. It ain't there. All right, 1-800. Nothing's rattling around up there at the moment. (laughs) Okay, we're in trouble here. 1-800-795-9565. We're going to get that uh, admonishment again from one of our good listeners who says, never make fun of dementia or other uh, disabilities. 1-800-795-9565. We will be right back. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motor. Way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC Way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC Way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre owned vehicle? The SMC Way checks each vehicle in a 200 mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way. The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. That's actually, that is Rob playing the, the Bay banjo. City Rollers. Oh, are you sure? <laughs> Sounds like Rob. Oh, I right. could at one time play the banjo. Oh, really? Could you really? Yeah, not uh, anymore. You and Steve Martin. <laughs> It'll come right back to you. It's Steve's like, much better than I ever was. Yeah, he's a pretty good banjo player for a comedian. It's like riding a bike. All right. Uh, thank you, Rob. Fabulous producer for great bumper music. Appreciate that. Uh, right here. Rehab. Right. I think the main, this is one of our texters. I think the main point is, did Fauci directly or indirectly send our tax dollars to the lab. Maybe, do you mean the China lab? I would guess. Okay. All right, 1 800. Yeah, I haven't heard that, but uh, that would be a question we would ask. 1 800 795 9565. And Here's then, another uh, cryptic remark that part of the media interpret. response was to march in lockstep with the racism agenda. China virus was so mean, right? 
Yeah, everybody was on the president for calling it the China virus. We had, on this program, we had people calling in irate that I called it the China virus. Well, that makes sense. It's wrong to call it that. Why? Well, because it's it's racist to single out. Why is it racist? The, the people of a country is having produced a deadly virus. That's Are Chinese a race or a nationality? I thought they were a nationality. It's the race would have been oh, Asian. Yeah, well, that's true. Racist isn't the right word then. If but if, it's the word we throw around so liberally these days. <laughs> Everything's racist. Well, and conservatively, you guys love to be to refer to race all the time. So. If it does, in fact, turn out that it originated in the Wuhan lab, would it be okay then to call it the China virus? Or is that still offensive? Well, I wouldn't single out a country. I, I think you can <laughs> call it a uh, you know a virus that emanated from a lab, whatever you want to call it, you know, a terrorist impact or germ warfare experiment. But to label it after a country really makes it tough for people who have uh, Asian backgrounds who live in this country. That's not blaming any particular nope, person. No, but that's not the way. <laughs> that's not the way some people think. They think, okay, well, if it's China and you have an Asian feature on your face and you look like you might be an Asian-American, then they say, okay, well, then you are partially responsible. You, we're not involved in uh, laboratory scientific thought here. We're talking about knee-jerk reaction. Well, I could Keyword, call it jerk. jerk. I could call it the China virus and still go to a Chinese restaurant for dinner. I have okay, no problem well, maybe with that. that I don't think any Chinese restaurant's right. trying to poison me or cause a problem. Okay, so you're not a knee-jerk reactor, but you are familiar with the Asian-American attacks around the U.S. that are on the increase, Well, yeah, correct? and are you familiar with the attacks against Jewish people that are on the rise, and yet there is no bill to stop that, as there was to stop the attacks on Asians? There have been no less than, oh, I think, five or six serious anti-Semitic incidents where a group of Muslim people attacked Jews in restaurants in New York City. Are you familiar with the coverage and of that? This is related to this is related to Israel, Israel, the Israeli conflict with Hamas. Are uh, you familiar no, with that? No, I was not. Tell me more about that. Well, I'm just telling you that was covered. I mean, I think the only network that covered it was Fox News, to be honest with you. I didn't see it anywhere else. But they documented attacks. They had people on who survived them, where a group of Muslim, uh, young Muslims, I guess, who were uh, supporting Hamas, attacked Jewish restaurant diners in New York City. And some violently. They had they had actual videos of them. Someone videotaped it. One of our news uh, hounds says Newsmax did an hour-long program on it the other night. Did they? Okay. Just on that. Wow. Well, I mean, it's a serious thing. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, if we're if we're going to take everything like every uh, one, one well, little thing and then beat people over the head because they have that name, that that's pretty bad in this country. That's not what we're all about. Okay, so so you think so you're willing to concede that use of the phrase China virus may have a correlation to the knee-jerk reaction that is involving hundreds and hundreds of attacks on Asian Americans, correct? I don't know. I suppose some idiots could believe that okay. and act that way. That's fine. That, but that's, I think this, that's idiots, the way to go. They are idiots the same way anybody who would uh, beat a Jewish person in this country for an act done by the Israeli government is insane. What are we saying nationally? Let's say what is President Biden saying nationally that is prompting those Muslims to attack those Jews? I don't know that President Biden has said anything. Okay, well, then this isn't it. the same argument. These are totally separate issues. Now, granted, well, I'm, President I'm not Biden hasn't said anything to encourage people <laughs> well, to assault Asians either. Uh, he did. He said... The other week, he said, uh, meh, I think, he or said, some, something like that. Yeah, he had a, 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 an utterance about it. An utterance? Yes. Meh? Yep. 
You all right over there? No, that's what, what he said. What am I supposed to judge from man? <laughs> well, it's <laughs> M-E-H is how they translate it on the closed caption. I don't know. I, I guess he thinks it's real. Is but it an acronym of some sort? <laughs> no. It, it means uh, whatever. It's boring. It's oh, a boring, okay. boring totally question. bored response from, from somebody. Listen, anybody who would take uh, an isolated fact like the, the, the virus came from China and then transpose that into we have to beat Chinese people is, okay. is got a screw loose. Okay. Let's face it. All right. Well, that's And the we'll same way concede. where a group of Palestinian supporters who believe they're going to gain something for their cause by assaulting Jews in America have a similar screw loose. Right. But that's I, not... My point is that we, if we're going to say that one group's bad, we've got to say the other group is bad. And if we're going to condemn one, we have to condemn the other because they're both cut from the same cloth. All right. I'm just trying to point out, and I can do so very accurately, it isn't the same thing. The President of the United States isn't telling Muslims to attack Jews or making it difficult for them to, to hold Jews up in a favorable light, the way President Trump did for Asian Americans. And at the same token, you're talking about a very few number of attacks. Heinous, terrible, reprehensible, they are. Uh, but we're, when we're talking about attacks on Asian Americans in the U.S., in part uh, encouraged by the China virus reference, uh, we're talking about hundreds and hundreds of people, probably Thousands well, why don't you look up Adam the up number nationwide. of assaults against Jewish people that have occurred in this country? I think they're in the National Jewish Organizations have a website well, that I'm fairly sure, well. Right. Attacks on out. Jews are common, right? There's, or unfortunately, throughout our history, it's. Uh, it's, so uh, if we are, in fact, a country it's, it's of equal opportunities, no and if we there. are a melting pot, then why are we not melting? Why are we not allowing people to live in this country in peace? Why are we attacking them because of what they are? I don't know. You've been in charge for a long time around here, <laughs> old white man, Republican. Why is that? You know, Why have we made no progress? Why did we just go through a year of reckoning after uh, George Floyd's death and have made no progress? Why well, is that? I wouldn't that? say we've made no progress. The, the officer who did it's in jail. He was convicted. It was. A, it wasn't a society <laughs> that wasn't forward. society that's that went. A, wasn't society that went after George Floyd. It was a rogue cop, and that's the problem. We, we're taking individuals and using them to represent the larger group that they don't really represent. The majority of policemen are not going to put their feet on the their knees on the necks of people of color and kill them. The majority of black people aren't going to fight and resist when a cop tells them to stop. You know, we're, we're taking the incident, the minor incident, and turning it into the cause celeb, if you will. The, the, these are the people that we need to beat over the head. Eric wants his one minute now. Gentlemen, you're, you're being racist yourself. You're using the term Muslim and throwing that around like everyone, you know, are the people of, uh, you know, uh, Eastern descent or whatever. Uh, how do you know, how, do, how does Fox know that those people were Muslims? Did they have Muslim written on their head? Did they say, you know, Allah be praised as they're beating up on these Jewish people? Actually, they, actually they did. The, one of the Jewish people reported that they were shouting Allah Akbar. And all, all five of those cases you're talking about. That's the reporting that I saw. Fox always tells oh, the all, truth. All five, they were telling Allah <laughs> Akbar as they were attacking the Jewish people. I don't know. I wasn't there. Neither exactly. were you. You don't know. So no. quit, quit saying these were Muslim folks. What country has the largest Muslim population? Probably U.S. No, Malaysia. Okay. Malaysia. Oh, thank you. Where's my brain? All right. Uh, well, that so resolves that. You can that. say that they were people supporting, and you said that too. 
people who were supporting the the, uh, the folks being oppressed over there. Well, they had uh, the Palestinian... Most, we, they, we don't know for sure that they're Muslims. They not, were carrying... You know, we have a Eric, huge Muslim population in the United States that has nothing to do with people Eric, from the you know? Eric, they were carrying you, the Palestinian flag. Thanks for flag. calling in, Eric. They thank, were you, carrying, thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay, that doesn't, that doesn't mean... all Palestinians are Muslims well, either. Uh, they're the probably over there. There's, they you know, probably weren't Irish. <laughs> All right, thank you, thank you, Eric. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, but I'm sorry, I just put my finger on the. I actually didn't mean to cut him off, but he did use up his whole minute in, okay. in, in my defense. But in any event, okay, right. And one of our emailers says, "What about the Taiwan flu, the Hong Kong flu, the Spanish flu, etc.? All of which were related or named in honor of the places where they started." Right. We definitely haven't always been the best at naming diseases in the past, <laughs> so we might as well continue to be terrible because we've been awful in the past. That's a, that's a pretty good mentality. That's a, that's a good good Joe uh, ideal for getting up in the morning. Well, yesterday's on the mark was reprehensible, so today it's hopeless. I'll just go mail it in. <laughs> what are you talking well, about? Well, I'm just saying, just because we might have done something that might not be ideal in the past, and I don't think the Spanish flu came from Spain, did okay, it? We, we talk about a Philly cheesesteak sandwich. Did you hear Gordon Deal this morning? <laughs> yes, I they did. They were talking about Philly cheesesteaks. Is that offensive to Philadelphia, assuming that all they can produce is a cheesesteak sandwich? And do you know why Ape, Ape, I sent a note Chicago to Chicago deep dish pizza. Oh, sent, that's awful. I sent a note to AP and asked them why they didn't cover that, because we didn't know anything about it until it was on Gordon Deal. They said, well, it was a commercial stunt. Put on record-breaking cheesesteak in Philadelphia. Got no coverage on the AP. That's wrong. Well, apparently it was quite a sandwich. It must have been quite a commercial stunt. So, and then they mentioned the ravioli cheesesteak, and that can't I imagine that. I want to try. To be continued. We are going to talk about two block-long sandwiches and other important topics when we come back after CBS. This is WKOK Sunbury. More at 9.06. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On The Mark, Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show On The Mark. Mark Lawrence here. We've talked about the Wuhan flu, which is uh, one of the names given for a flu that uh, the coronavirus seems more and more likely to have emanated from a laboratory instead of uh, bats in a open air market or something like that. And of course, we talked about the fact that the media widely dismissed the potentiality that it was uh, germ warfare research that was underway that led to the release of that. Now it appears as though that was more the case. So we talked a little bit about that. President Trump's uh, criminal investigation that's underway, or criminal investigation of President Trump, according to the big grand jury. How do you like to be on one of these grand juries that meets every day for three months? No, I mean, they're meeting three times a week. Is that what it is? Yeah. Oh, well, okay, but still. It seems like a lot. Yeah, right. But if, you, if you've got a complex investigation, how else are you going to handle it? Well, it must be dreadfully complex because you've got tax law in there and uh, pay off situations that don't really relate to taxes directly. Yeah. And they have the president's tax returns, and they, the tax returns have not yet been leaked. As far as I know, I know 
we got, I think they leaked the cover page of it, but not the whole thing. So, um, yeah, well, but anyway, okay, so those are the topics. something wrong, he needs to be investigated. Those are the topics that we talked about yesterday. Yesterday, we talked about a gun law change in Texas, and we have one email that relates to that. And uh, if you wish to join in queue, the number of individuals who have uh, sent us an email, you would send an email with your opinion on it to on the market at the KOK.com. If you don't include your name at the conclusion of the email, we don't use your name on the air. And so uh, we wouldn't say, hey, we, this says this is from, uh, you know, Bob Smith or something. And he didn't sign it. If you don't sign it, we don't say your name. So you get to send notes anonymously. We are enjoying nearly open phones. So you are invited to call us 1-800-795-9565. 1-800-795-9565. On the mark, sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. I wish to talk about the Sunbury Motor Company in particular because uh, the other week I got to sit in and enjoy a tour of the brand new 2021 Bronco Sport. Now the particular one we had up here was the Badlands version. Had a two liter engine, had uh, gasoline mileage that was, oh boy, I'll tell you what, probably, uh, I don't have it in front of me, but uh, it was super good. You know, 20 something on the city and very close to 30 on the highway and of course just a tricked out vehicle with a lot of good things. Had a power moon roof, which is different than a sunroof. It's bigger. Reverse sensing system, which means when you're going backwards, you're not going to hit anything. It just would not let you hit something. Uh, wireless phone charging pad and just a great sound system. We got to listen to music while we were out there in the parking lot. And Kyle showed us around that Ford Bronco. And what you do is you look at the best of the Ford Broncos that they have at the Sunbury Motor Company. Uh, you can either buy one of the mannequins that they have there, or you can order up and uh, wait the two or three months until you get your vehicle, but then you're going to get a perfect vehicle at a perfect price uh, that has all the exact specifications you want. That whole process starts at sunburymotors.com. So please patronize our good sponsor, the Sunbury Motor Company. They would just very, very much love uh, to hear from you. Tell them on the mark sent you. Some brief news headlines. State police and a coroner say a 43-year-old man from Danville died in a motorcycle accident yesterday. Paul Costa of Danville died of multiple injuries at around 10 a.m. on Old School Road in Valley Township, Montour County after that uh, crash. A Northumberland County woman found unconscious Friday evening on a street in Cole Township has died. Penn Live reporting that Cheyenne Swartz, age 21, died at Geisinger Tuesday afternoon. That death and now considered suspicious. Governor Tom Wolf says it's discouraging that the state legislature wants to uh, rescind his waivers of certain regulations in Pennsylvania and procurement rules as part of the emergency declaration. He says that's wrong. He says first and foremost, the legislation's uh, legislature is doing all this prior to the certification of the vote, but State Senator John Gordner says a certification doesn't count in this case. As a lawyer, I know the case law says that constitutional amendments take effect on the day that they are voted. So uh, even if uh, the results aren't certified for another seven to ten days, case law says that if passed, they passed on the day that the people voted. The governor says the, uh, that the legislature is attempting to terminate specific actions that aren't set forth in his emergency declaration. But they're terminating others that are set forth, and I say it's about time. It's a mixed bag, yes, absolutely. So uh, let's see, one other note from, Har- no, two other notes, I lied about that. Uh, in Harrisburg, lawmakers are advancing bills that would restrict abortion rights and expand gun rights. One law proposal would outlaw abortion 
abortion after the detection of a fetal heartbeat. The governor says he'll veto that. Republicans passed a bill to allow people to carry a loaded firearm openly without a permit. Well, we already have that in Pennsylvania, but you could carry a loaded firearm concealed without a permit, according to this uh, They're going to allow that? Well, it's out of a Senate committee, then onto the full Senate, then onto the House, and of course the governor's touchy about all this sort of thing, so probably another veto. This is probably done the most vetoes of any governor in Pennsylvania. So restrict abortions, expand gun rights. Right, and then a veto. Well, Seems like weeks. an exercise in futility to me. Right, that's that heartbeat. Well, it's, uh, what are they, they have a name for it. Virtue signaling. You try True. to show that you stand for all these good things and the governor doesn't. we got a gubernatorial force election. people to vote on it and go on the record. Right, well, plus get the Democrats on record opposing them in the form of their governor. And that way, when you go to the fall election or next year's election for governor, you can say, hey, look, Democrats stand for... X and Seems we kind stand of for foolish. Y. I mean, how many Democrats do you know that support abortion reform? Do you abortion, know many uh, Democrats who support abortion reform? Who would re- who would vote for a, a bill limiting abortions? Uh, do you know I, of any? I don't think I actually know of any. But um, do you I, know any Republican that would vote against expanding gun rights? Uh, <laughs> no, I know a lot of Democrats and Republicans who would do anything to expand gun rights. You know, especially, especially open okay. carry. You know, that's that kind of thing where really your rights are right out front there when it comes to open carry of guns. So that was part of that Texas law. And one of our emails is a rebuke about the Texas law. So we'll get to that. we got three calls coming in now. We start out with Al. Good morning, sir. You're on the mark. Good morning. Uh, I have uh, some notes here that the informed conservative knew about. And one of them was the lack, oh, the lack of, are you still there? Are you still there? We didn't go anywhere. <laughs> I dropped the phone. Oh, and no. The lack of uh, cell phone use at, around and in the Wuhan lab back in November of 19. Okay. What's that got and to do with anything, just out of curiosity? What does that prove? More damning evidence? Well, yeah, that everybody was not in that area. That area was shut down and being cleaned up. That's what you would surmise from that with the lack of cell phone use when it was heavy at one point the month prior and then no no use of hardly at all the second month and then uh, the uh, lab was three lab workers were hospitalized in November of 2019 the whistleblower was jailed then missing now dead um, and then Fauci was told by Obama to stop this gain-of-function uh, research, but uh, Fauci started it up. Why, why would Obama time. tell Fauci anything? He wasn't the president. Yeah, that's in one of our texts, too. No, that that was uh, prior. 2014 is when the texter says it. His administration. He didn't like it that, and told Fauci to stop it, but Fauci started it up again by going a roundabout way of getting $600 million to the Wuhan lab to start this up again. Okay. So I knew all this, you know, last year. And there's another one here that I... The streets were also shut down. You could see that from satellite. The streets were all shut down around that Wuhan lab in November. 
plus they kept everybody from Wuhan district from going anywhere in China, but they let them go throughout the world so they wouldn't have to suffer this pandemic alone. And okay. I think it was an act of carelessness, and then when they hit it and started letting everybody go throughout the world, then it turned into an act of war, biological war. And there is research going on right now that they're trying to find a disease that they can enhance that will kill everybody but Asian people, and they want to they want to try that out on the world next. So this might be just a little. Is this uh, this from QAnon by any chance? <laughs> and Newsmax. No, I've read about QAnon. I I I, uh, I would not even look into anything that they say. Okay. Uh, well, who is it that has put forth the, or has postulated this theory that they're trying uh, to find a, a virus to kill? He's an oriental-looking person that goes on Fox News, um, and he's been researching it, and he told him about it four years ago. I mean, everything is just skewed right now. It's just like hydroxychloroquine. It could have saved a lot of lives. It was a prophylactic for people to use that how to be around people with covid Anything that had to do with Trump, there is a sickness going on around this country that they just can't What's stand that? President Trump. What do they call they that? You have the word for that, Joe. It's sickness? Malaise? No, no. When when you hate tres- anything at all whatsoever, President it's Trump Trump did. derangement syndrome. That's right. <laughs> Dumb. Yeah, that's, it, it is, it's a real thing. It's, it's, a, a real it's, thing. it's a real diagnosis. Yeah, we interviewed a psychologist about it. All right, Al, anything else? Ah, that's it for the notes. I don't want to stumble around too much. You know, I have a rough time talking on the radio anyway. <laughs> you do a fabulous <laughs> job, and thank you for calling in. Always glad to hear yeah, from you. you. All one right, 1-800-795-9565. His business card, Al from Northumberland, says we do a little of this and a little of that. Uh, Dan, oh, you are right next. You're going right on the radio. Go ahead. Hey, good morning, guys. Well, it looks like Trump's being proved right again. You know, Trump... I must be almost impeccable. <laughs> All the mud and poop, I'll use the kind word, they throw at Trump, nothing ever stuck. Now they're having a new witch hunt again, trying to get something to stick. They're so afraid of Trump that they don't know what to do. They know among a certain select group, He's very popular yet. They didn't. They don't believe the lies that are put out about him. So maybe up to one third or more of Americans still consider themselves Trumpers, and and that's what they're worried about. If they have an honest election and Trump wins, they're so scared. Hey, Trump could win. So they gotta find more witch hunts. Don't matter; they can't prove anything. It's just good to have it in the paper that there's an investigation because a certain two thirds. I won't name the first caller today. They'll they want to believe that Trump's so despicable that he shouldn't even be. I don't be in politics, but. Uh, that's what this is about. If if someone investigated me, I hope, as much as it did Trump, I hope I would have no anonymies in my taxes, etc., that they could pin something on me. But 
I think they could find one thing or two where my CPA made a mistake or I made a mistake not intentionally if they investigated me like they are President Trump. They'll find something. It's like a, a officer once said to me, "If we if we want to stop somebody, if we follow them for a while, we'll find something." <laughs> That's exactly. They're hoping, they're really hoping they can get something. But they're so they like the previous caller said they have the TDS yet they can't get it out of their system, and but by golly, they're gonna try to pin something on. President Trump, and they can't do it. It's really upsets them. Well, you don't know that yet, Dan. I mean, Cyrus Vance Jr. is a pretty good prosecutor. If he thinks there's something there, maybe there's something there. It should be investigated. If he broke the law, he's not above it. Same as you and I aren't above it. And if he did something wrong, he needs to pay the price. Well, it used to be that you, you could hang your head on and say, okay, well, if they're investigating, there must be something there. But nowadays, you just never put it past no, some no. people. It's now, th there might I'll be nothing. I'll grant you that. I'll grant you that. There might be nothing there. You don't know. It's, not, I, it's another, it's like Trump calls it a witch hunt. They, they have nothing against Trump except they hate him. He's anti-establishment. It goes, it should show all of us with common sense that we put a man in against the establishment and it should show us hey there's something rotten in Washington why do they hate an anti-establishment guy so much that they'll do anything to pin him down and have him put away that's what it should show us instead of us falling the like a bunch of sheep, all the left-wing media that <laughs> equally are in the establishment married to the left-wing Democrat Party. They're a happy marriage. They don't want him in there upsetting the apple cart. All right. Well, Mark That's has three bags full. Amen. Okay. <laughs> you guys thank have you. a great one. All right. Thank you so have much, you any wool? Yes, sir. Very yes, much sir. Three bags full. You remember that little... Yes, yes, you yes, do. Yes, okay. Absolutely. Okay, read this. This is a text we received that corroborates says, what Dan uh, was referring to. Research was being done at the National Institute of Health until Obama called for a moratorium in 2014. Right, supposedly looking into uh, using uh, the virus in some sort of a uh, weapony way. Um, okay, read and, this uh, one. This relates our to friend that. Doug, take the break. Yes, please don't highlight it in blue. It's easier for me to read it in black. Oh, our, our friend Doug says it really is that. Is it really that hard to believe that China lied about the Wuhan virus, or that it may have been deliberate? It's exactly the kind of thing a communist country would do. They want to control everything, and what better way to do it than to scare people and mess with their health? The Chinese people aren't bad, but the government is a totally different story. So if it offends you, Mark, that's some label this the China virus or the Wuhan virus, we're not apologizing for it. That's where it came from, deliberate or not, and they lied about it to the rest of the world. Right. Signed, Doug. Uh, and uh, let's see, uh, there. Our illustrious president, Joe Biden, shut down the State Department's investigation into the Wuhan lab and its involvement in the origination of the coronavirus. Hmm, very interesting. Wake up, people. 
All right. Thank you for all those emails. We'll take more comers. 1-800-795-9565. We have an important email that relates to a cheesesteak, so we'll read that. And another one that relates to the Texas law. We were not accurately summarizing one of the elements of the Texas law yesterday, so one of our listeners has offered a humble correction. So we'll talk about that, but we got open phones. We've been talking about uh, the virus that may have or seems to have emanated from a China uh, laboratory, so we can talk about that. 1-800-795-9565. We will be right back. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Mirth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark, 1-800-795-9565. We talked about the fact that AP didn't cover the uh, commercial stunt that was the production of a cheesesteak down in Philadelphia. Giant one. Two and a half blocks long, 500 yeah, feet. That's a one like a big cheesesteak. All right, here you go. One of our listeners is here. One of our listeners says, gentlemen, as one who grew up in Philly, cheesesteaks, I know, uh, as one who grew up in, with, oh, one who grew up with Philly cheesesteaks, I know there is only one way to make a true one. Wit and whiz. Translation, real steak with fried onions and cheese whiz. Anything other is fake steak and insulting to those of us in the know. Philly is also known for soft pretzels and tasty cakes. So all essential food groups are covered. <laughs> but right. don't you put uh, don't you put marinara sauce on a cheesesteak? Mm, I don't believe so. Oh, just okay. I thought you did. All right. No. 1-800-795-9565. Mike, you're on the mark. Thanks for calling in. Yeah, I just caught the, you're welcome, I just caught the uh, end of Al's call, okay, but for, from what he said, I think that was a Hall of Fame call, and I wish I had a podcast of that from WKOK, because I would love to send the, his call to all the, my friends across the country that are like-minded thinkers. And why I say that was a, uh, a great call is because it sounded to me like he laid out the case that anybody that was capable of connecting the dots, getting the data, looking at the circumstances that are out there, could make a reasonable opinion that the virus originated from the Wuhan lab or in that particular area. I'm not saying that, you know, it could be a, a nefarious country that stuck it there besides China, I, but that it originated at that lab. It did not come from bats in a cave that were transferred to an animal that got transferred to a human, in my mind. Okay. Now, the, the reason I say that is because, you know, there's that theory, and, and, and Joe or Mark, you probably both know the terminology, I think it's called Occam's razor, that the simplest explanation is usually the reason. Okay? And this is the simplest uh, explanation. And then when you take into the fact all the other things that Al pointed out about how China hit it, 
and then they allowed it to spread to the rest of the world. Uh, it, it, it didn't happen by accident. He's now, got the phone data, too. It, well, I missed the phone data because I, I just caught the tail end of his uh, call. Could you uh, refresh me on uh, that? He said cell phone records show that in the area near this lab, when it happened after it was evacuated, all the cell phone uh, traffic disappeared in that area because they had evacuated that area because that's where the virus emanated. Everybody left, and uh, so there were no nobody was using a phone there. But do you really evacuate an area where where there is a disease? Do you send these people other places to spread it, or do you quarantine them where they are? I would seem to me that if they were sp- trying to well, stop okay. the spread of it, they would have quarantined. Let's those assume people. it was in the lab, and somehow it got out of control. I I, I think there are so many variables would determine. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying the cell phone information is correct or not correct. Let's assume it is correct. Well, then something was happening. You can't have a busy area and they just suddenly have no one using any phones at all whatsoever. Remember, it tracks phones just because they're present, not just because they're being used. And what was the source of that information? I don't believe Al mentioned that. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It, that's been talked about, though. That's, Has you know, it? one of the... I, I don't know. Again, I don't know if it's true, but it's, you know, sort of one of the uh, bricks in the wall. Go ahead, Mike. And I... And I also suspect that, that Al mentioned the fact that in the area of Wuhan, there was a tremendous increase in uh, vehicles at the parking lots of uh, hospitals in that particular area, you know, much more than had been before this virus allegedly got uh, escaped. Now, I am not beyond anybody falsifying any of this information to put it on the Internet for, or for people like Al and I to look at. But I, I want to tie what he said and the idea that this information is being suppressed to what happened in the post-9-11 era and what's happening now. If you uh, look at the 9-11 event and the commission that was studying, studied it and investigated it, there were clearly people on the investigative committee that should have been answering questions instead of asking it. And if we have a commission to, uh, to investigate the supposed theory that we have a white supremacy uh, national security threat here in the United States, there's going to be people on that commission that are asking the questions when they actually should be answering them. And the reason I say that, and I'm off the topic that I call for, but the reason I say that this nine or the uh, January 11th or 6th commission, the real breakdown there was why wasn't that place secured? That event was a fiasco. People were allowed to come in there, and you know they were a, a raucous mob. They were uh, trying to create mayhem, but they, to call it an insurrection, there were no guns, there were no weapons to speak of, there was no intent to kill anybody, even though that was uh, put out for, you know, what, at least a good month or more that we killed somebody. So, to me, there's going to be people asking the questions on that commission that should be answering them, and listen, people that are more... I want to say more sane than me, more balanced, more stable. They've gotten to the point that they're saying, you can't trust anything on the news now. And that's really a bad situation when reasonable, calm, normally calm people have gotten to the point in this country where we say, you can't trust anything on our news. Well, what bothers me is when the media debunks it, they come out and use the word (laughs) debunked. Uh, you know, and then they turn around and say, oh, well, maybe it wasn't debunked after all. Maybe we made a mistake. Well, maybe and they were just following the science at the time. Right. Follow the science. It's debunked. <laughs> following the science. That a, a the man time. was killed with a fire extinguisher by crazed Trump supporters. How could you get it that wrong? Well, that's a tourist. For so long. Yeah, a lot of tourists do that, though. 
<laughs> hey, listen, that, that call from Al, that was a fantastic call. And I wish I'd have caught the whole thing. Well, it will be on the podcast. So as soon as we're, you know, within an hour after the show, the podcast will be up and running. And that and that's on the WKOK uh, website there? Yeah, you go to WKOK.com. Um, right in the front is a link for the, it says on air. One of the banners is on air. Click there, and that's where the sunrise schedule is, the on the mark uh, preview, and the uh, uh, the podcast page is right there. Okay, well, I'll, I'll be doing that shortly. Thank right. you so much. You Take bet. Care. Thank you so much, Mike. Thanks for Take checking care. in. All right, 1-800-795-9565. Reader's Choice. Joe, pick one of those, and then we'll no. take the break. My friend Tom always has such nasty comments, but he <laughs> says, if Subi Sales or Pee Wee Herman called, they couldn't undo these calls today. Wow, what nonsense. <laughs> What's nonsense, Tom? This is a story. The, 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 well. the media is the people displaying the nonsense with declaiming now that they've, they've seen the light and that Donald Trump was right and the virus may have well started at the Wuhan lab. Well, yeah, the uh, idea that this started in a lab isn't nonsense anymore. It may have been when it was initially debunked, which would be a false debunkation, apparently. But well, that's uh, what I've said to you before in this real. program about so many times something was debunked. It was debunked. <laughs> and they, they refer to it as debunked without ever stating exactly where and under what circumstances this debunkation took effect. <laughs> you know, if you're going to say something was debunked, I think you owe the people an explanation as to when and where this debunkation took place All right, and who, who investigated it. we got one more email pending to read, then our other one about Texas. We can read that, 1-800-795-9565. We've had Philly cheesesteak as kind of the background story here, but uh, we're talking about uh, individuals who refer to the China virus as the uh, virus from a Wuhan lab and the fact that there's increasing evidence now, maybe even, would you say proof or just more evidence. More I, evidence. I, I didn't read all of the articles. Causing, well, I mean, it's obviously the debunkation was debunked. <laughs> right, and we have some debunkation that has happened. All right, give us a buzz if you wish to weigh on in these topics, 1-800-795-9565. We also had uh, yesterday two leading Republicans on Capitol Hill strongly rebuking Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene, finally, for her references uh, to the Holocaust. So uh, she compared employees name tags that indicated that individuals have been vaccinated to Jews during the Holocaust who had to wear gold stars. So. That woman is a certifiable. <laughs> she is. Uh, yeah, she's definitely helping the Republican Party, so please uh, keep her active and vocal. You guys need all the help making sure that you're uh, marginalized. Well, you know, if we're going to come down on her, let's come down on Ilhan Omar, who has some pretty wacky ideas herself. All right, we'll be right back. Welcome back to WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark, 1-800-795-9565. One of our good listeners sent this email. Why don't you hit that real quick? Uh, which one? Oh, right-hand side. All right-hand right side. Right. Good morning, gentlemen. Listening to you talk about investigating President Trump, another investigation. Wow, what a surprise. They were investigating him for breaking civil laws, and I guess they couldn't find any, so they decided to change it to criminal investigation. <laughs> when they investigated his staff back in the beginning, they found things that had nothing to do with what they were investigating them for, they went to jail. And now it's Trump's turn. We know uh, why they're investigating. Simple. They do not want him to win again. Take it from a Trump voter. They will find something. But we have other good men in the wings. We don't hang our hat on just one guy. But if he runs, he will win, win, win. 
Trump 2024 can't come soon enough. Yeah, you'll have Ted Cruz, plus there's, uh, of course, uh, Kevin McCarthy might be a presidential candidate now they're talking. Yeah, so, that's possible. All right, one 800 Joseph, you're on the mark. We're talking about this virus that apparently emanated from a Chinese lab. Yes, absolutely. Shalom, gentlemen. Uh, yeah, I wanted to comment on the statement that was made of why it would be so unthinkable for the Chinese trying to create a virus that would affect all the other races but the Chinese people. Uh, because this has been tried in, in different various ways throughout history. For instance, the German Empire under Charlemagne, then Otto the Great, which was the First Reich, and then Otto von Bismarck, which was the Second Reich, and of course we know are familiar with Adolf Hitler in the Third Reich. And Adolf Hitler was uh, very ethnically minded. He wanted to eliminate the Jews, the Jehovah Witnesses, and black people, anybody that wasn't a good crowd or German. And he actually had his SS chosen SS soldiers uh, selectively breeding uh, pure German uh, women and to create this uh, thousand-year Reich he, that he was trying to do. And now, of course, they're trying to do things genetically and in a more uh, scientific way. And so I, I don't think it's strange at all, because you have this with all the dictators who, who uh, try this, uh, you know, get foreigners out of their country, you know what I mean? And to get rid of them and have their own people uh, in Kosovo. And, and uh, well, it's, it's been done throughout, throughout history. So I don't think it's unthinkable that the Chinese is uh, trying to create a virus or some kind of uh, germ warfare that would kill everybody else but the Chinese people. And by the way, there are certain things in, uh, that affect other races that don't affect different races. You know what I mean? Different, uh, even with, uh, I think it, uh, what was it uh, I just heard lately? I think with uh, the African-American people that are more susceptible to this virus than uh, white people, you know? Uh, I don't know if you heard that or yeah, something. Yeah, that that was on that that was on the news. That I don't think communities of colors they suffered they more. suffered more. Yeah, well, I would presume they suffered more because they caught it more often than other people. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you suspect that would be the reason they suffered right, more? Right, but that's all cultural. It's not biological. Well, it could be biological. Well, they're, 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 hey, there's things going on in these other countries with uh, 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 biological. Th- well, what I'm saying is uh, selective breeding and. Uh, why they call it, um, you know, with the DNA messing around and transferring DNA from animals to humans and to experimenting. You know what I'm saying? Uh, mm-hmm. Right. That stuff is going on uh, that we don't have no idea about. All right. Well, the problem, the problem is that, that anybody in this day's world who would want to kill mass numbers of other people just because they were different, it sounds like it's kind of crazy, and it doesn't sound like something that could actually be accomplished, to be honest with you. I well, mean, why do you think t- uh, Joseph Mengelin was doing it, and Germans were doing all these experiments on uh, the Jews? But uh, they, they were, they uh, were doing... Was guinea pigs. They were doing we got ex- a lot of our, <laughs> our medicines and, and different things from the Germans. Of course, we got the, the atom bomb from the Germans, you know? No, we got uh, we developed we, the atom we, bomb. And bring them over here. We developed uh, the atom. Very, very smart people. Joseph. And by the way, I'd like to hey, say Joseph, one thing. Hey, Joseph. We developed the, the atom bomb. The Reich is going to come out of Germany. They died Hello. under Otto von Bismarck. <laughs> they received a deadly wound. No, if Adolf Hitler received a deadly wound, 
Germany was left in ruins, and they're right back in one of the strongest nations in the European Union, and the Fourth Reich will come out of Germany. Joseph, we developed the atomic bomb, not the not the Germans. Yes, they, the they developed heavy. Out of von Bismarck, not out of von Bismarck, uh, uh, I can't think of the guy's name. Oh, that, uh, Oppenheimer? Well, Oppenheimer was one, and uh, von Braun. Oppenheimer. Werner von Braun was a rocket scientist. He wasn't involved in eugenics or trying to kill people. No, he no, was, no, I know that. I'm just saying with, with uh, them, they came out of Germany, these scientists. Russia took them, and we took them after the war. And uh, I'm just saying they're very smart people. And that, by the way, I feel that's where the anti-Messiah, what they call the Antichrist, will come out of Germany well, we think in the Fourth Reich. We, uh, we imported a lot of those scientists into this country under a, a program called Operation Paperclip, which was right. designed to bring their scientists over here to work for us. So, exactly. I mean, there was a lot of that, but, I mean, the, the German, uh, you know, you said something earlier, and I can't remember what, what it was because I was trying to comment on it, and you kept on going. But, I mean, the German people uh, fell victim to a guy who was obviously insane, and they, they swallowed it hook, line, and sinker, most of them, and they paid a price for it. But, you know, he wasn't, he was he was trying to eliminate the, the Jewish people, I grant you, but he didn't, he wasn't going after the English, he didn't believe they were inferior. I mean, he wasn't trying to kill the whole world, just a select group of people. And, you know, the, we, we have this crazy lady now in the United States Congress who's likening everything to the... He could try to kill the English when he bombed London. <laughs> we did, but he did. He also well, saw the English as a potential ally against the Russians, which was his real nemesis. Well, I know that. But if he had developed the atomic bomb, we'd be all <laughs> under the goose step, you know what I mean? The, the, the jackboot today. All right, uh, yeah. we got you. Thank you so much, Joseph. Thanks for the call. Which is why the United States and the our allies determined that the, we had to stop the Germans first before we stopped the Japanese. All right, uh, upper right-hand corner, Joe. Can okay, you read that? No, not really. Uh, the new law is stating that you do not need a license and background check to carry a gun. In Texas. All right. You would, uh, you would still need to do the background checks to purchase a gun. You guys cannot talk all morning on a one-paragraph story. Storyline: A quick Google search found me the real info, and it was uh, it was on CBS. To quote our president, "Come on, man," says Mike. So thank you for that. Yeah, we did check it. Thank you for that. Uh, I inadvertently said yesterday that you don't need a background check, which of course is a federal law in Texas, isn't permitted to waive that. But they are going to allow permitless carry uh, unless you're prohibited from possessing a gun in Texas. And now, if you are prohibited from possessing a gun for any reason already, you cannot do uh, open or concealed carry in Texas without a permit. Uh, but up to now, how about this? These are the existing laws. These are the laws they're replacing. Uh, it, it eliminates requirements for fingerprints. You had to be fingerprinted if you wanted to do uh, carry in Texas. You also had to have four to six hours of training, plus you had to pass a written exam if you were going to carry in the past. And you had to undergo a shooting proficiency test if you're going to carry in the past in Texas. So this gets rid of all that. I didn't realize Texas had more stringent carry laws than Pennsylvania. You think they'd be more open? They sort of well, talk about that. Going back to the virus a minute, there's another story this, that surfaced this morning that I find fascinating.
meeting. California's Governor Gavin Newsom has been ordered to pay $1.35 million in a settlement reached earlier this month with the Los Angeles area church over a lawsuit related to the state's coronavirus restrictions. Under the terms of the settlement, Newsom's administration can no longer place pandemic restrictions on houses of worship, according to local newspaper Pasadena Now. Matt Staver, founder of the Liberty Council, which represented the Harvest Rock Church of Pasadena, called Newsom the worst governor in America for (laughs) religious liberty, according to the Washington Examiner. The church stayed open during the lockdown, and the pastor and parishioners were threatened with daily criminal charges that were up to a year in prison. The settlement amount is to repay the church's attorney costs and fees in the lawsuit brought against Newsom's administration last summer. After nearly a year-long battle defending our religious liberties, our lawsuit has reached a permanent settlement in our favor, uh, the founder of the church said in a statement according to the patch. I am thrilled to see the complete reversal of the last discriminatory restrictions against churches in California. At the time, Newsom ordered non-essential businesses of which churches were classified to close and mark March 2020 in the first in the nation lockdown as the virus began to spread. Mm. And I think churches are essential to people's mental health and well-being. I mean, not everybody goes to church. We're certainly not talking about forcing people to go to church. But for people of faith, the outlet of being able to gather together weekly to, to worship the Lord is something they find essential. Well, he felt the public health need for gathering was uh, so uh, dangerous that uh, And yet he, he was seen churches. in the French laundry restaurant sipping wine without a mask while he's telling people they can't go <laughs> well, to church. that was much later. But in any event, yes, it's true. It, it, but, but I think the courts have rightly said all along that churches are a separate entity. They can do not what they want, but they're not uh, to be controlled by these uh, tough uh, shutdown and emergency laws. And I, I think that's right. I think churches should be carved out. I think that you should have a choice whether you go to church or not. Of course, I think the shutdown law... Well, you do law, have a cho- choice whether you go to church or not. I mean, no one compels well, not you if, to go. Not if the governor shut the whole place down, right. period. Well, you there can't I gather. Agree with you. Right. That's, that's not right. So, But they, I felt that way about businesses, too, when the governor absolutely positively shut everything down. Well, that's not right. I mean, there are safe ways to buy things. But yet, I heard you this morning reading a news story about Pennsylvania's governor being upset over the fact mm-hmm. the Republican legislature is trying to uh, rein him in now that the state's voters have spoken and changed right. the Constitution. Yeah, and you, you were referring to all those things as being designed to save human life. Well, that's what he said. Well, that's what he said, but he was wrong. Well, that may be, but I'm, I'm sorry if I'm reading the news, sir. I'm just reading what he said, and then I read what uh, John Gordner said. I don't have a spin on it. I don't believe what the governor says, but I still have to read it. I thought I heard a spin. <laughs> oh, did you? You hear a liberal spin uh, on, the, uh, on the governor. I don't think so. All right, but I, I think the trouble is your Fox only hear things certain way. All right, let's get the break out of the way. we got two calls ready. We'll be right back. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guy's force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. 
The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way. The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark. Let's go right to the phones. We've got a limited amount of time, but everybody should get their points across. Cindy, you got an open mic. Go right ahead. I can be brief. That story you don't about have to be. Gavin and Newsom said that he was going to order to pay some one million some odd dollars, right? Mm-hmm. Is uh, his it really him? Is no. he going to cut the no, of course, it's the state is gonna pay for this. And so who they've successfully sued are their neighbors. And their neighbors are gonna be punished for the bad behavior of the governor. I don't I think it's a misnomer to say that the governor is going to pay the fine. He's not. He's never gonna pay the fine. The fine is put on the government, and the government is funded by the taxpayers. So it's your neighbors who are going to pay the fine. You're right. And you I don't know. think that's fair. Well, they say it wasn't they have, though, been, idea. But they've been damaged by the government, so, so they should receive no compensation? He was acting under the official color of state law. Right. But it's to say that he is going to pay the fine. That's what I'm taking umbrage to. Not the fine. Not the penalty, but he is not paying it. Maybe they'll California use insurance. California has to pay the penalty because the government, the governor, mismanaged that part of it. Maybe they'll use the governor's errors and omissions insurance. I'd be surprised. I would too. Anyway, I'd be surprised if he had $1.35 million in insurance for errors and omissions. Oh, I'm sure he has much, much more than that. But see, that's so little compared to their whole budget. They may just pay cash so their premiums don't go up in the future. Remember, he's still in office. <laughs> this is just the beginning. 1 800 795 Ultra Speedy Dialer. Bobby only talks for a couple of minutes usually, and he almost always agrees with Joe, but we'll put him on the radio. Anyway, go ahead, sir. You're on the mark. Yes, you know, good good morning. And as far as the essentials uh, of any governor trying to shut down things, and it, you know, I agree with Joe. I mean, church people uh, have daily religious responsibilities, especially within uh, you know going to mass, and and it's very important, and it keeps us going no matter which part of the country that we're in, you know, here in Pennsylvania, of course, there's a lot of different, you know, religious sects and all that, but, uh, yeah, so, I mean, they had a good foundation for, and you don't want it to be a lawsuit, but what other avenue did they have? Well, and I think part of this lawsuit was that uh, the governor said that there is no way at all whatsoever for them to gather safely, no amount of distancing. Of course, we weren't masking yet when this happened, but they said there's no amount of distance. There's no way for them to gather at all whatsoever in any way, period, and be safe, and so they can't hold anything. Well, and that's ridiculous. I mean, uh, let's suppose we're in the height of the pandemic. Everybody's getting sick. I can go to a store and deal with a 
clerk safely from a safe distance and buy something. So there's one on one. There's one. You know, what if I were in the whole Kohl's hardware store in Northumberland and there were two customers? Okay, so now you have two and one clerk and we're not going to get close to each other. I'm just saying that, you know, the governor was wrong if he said that there's no way at all whatsoever you can ever gather in a communal Well, the selling point is he didn't even look safely. for some way to do it safely. He just decided no arbitrarily that it wasn't, okay. couldn't possibly be safe under any circumstances. Well, Tom that was the, the whole problem point. with all these shutdowns. Nobody looked for a way to do it safely. They just decided it couldn't be done that way, and so they shut it down. One well, the thing that irritated me about Governor Wolf was, you know, he shut down things for safety, and that was that. But then he would never discuss it again. You couldn't reopen anything. You couldn't do, yeah. you know, like my one-on-one merchant theory, which I think probably some merchants would and agree. the ultimate irony, I'm sorry, Bob, we're taking your time. The ultimate irony was that the governor found out what the Republicans did yesterday by a news release the same way they found out what he had been doing. Oh, they didn't the notify radio. him, and he didn't notify them. All right. Well, last word, Seems Bobby. Fair. Go right Go ahead. ahead. All right, but right from the beginning, no one was on the same page with this. I mean, local governments, state governments and that, and say, hey, what can we do rather than just have one person down in Harrisburg saying this is it or one person in California at the state office saying this is it without doing any homework? Well, the, the voters of Pennsylvania have determined that's not going to happen again. Good for that. All right, thank you. Yeah, thank you, thank Bob. you. All right, one eight. Uh, all right, we're done for yeah, the day. One, no, don't give the number. You have a retirement shortened last day of the week tomorrow, so your Friday's right. tomorrow. <laughs> so. But I, I agree with Cindy. It's it's a shame that Governor Newsom isn't being forced to pay this bill himself. You know, and you have Go- Governor Whitmer in Michigan. All these people who are saying what the rules are for the rest of us, and then they're flaunting them themselves. Her husband trying to get his boat in the water ahead of everybody else. And then you have Governor Cuomo in New York making his family a priority when it came to the tests. Unconscionable. All right. We are going to discuss this and much more tomorrow. We have invitations out to there to our state lawmakers for more uh, call-ins. So hopefully we'll hear from some of them. We've got some other invites out as well. And we'll see you tomorrow on On the Mark, 8.30 a.m. on WKOK, WKOK Sunbury.